0: Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for being here today. Today I'm going to discuss a little bit about our relationship with food and Ayurveda's approach or understanding of that. Ayurveda is basically science of relationship. What does that mean is our relationship with the food, our relationship with our surrounding, our relationship with our inner health, our inner peace, all this is considered as a part of whole in Ayurveda. Also, relationships in our life. For example, people around us, if we are in toxic relationship, it is going to affect our inner and outer well-being, physical, mental, emotional well-being. It is also going to affect no matter how good food we are going to eat, it is going to affect that. Similarly, if we are eating food consciously, you know, watching TV and eating food or not paying attention what's going in our body, it is definitely going to affect our system. The absorption of that with the food, absorption of what we are eating we are absorbing not just the food but also where this food has come from for example if mother earth is not treated well and if that information obviously gets um, or oh, there are a lot of chemicals used all this is we are digesting so we are not just digesting our food but we are also digesting what's happening in our environment and this is why if we just focus on just the diet and count calories. It is, according to Ayurveda, that is not going to work. So what Ayurveda talks about, sattvic food. And what does that mean is the there are foods which will give you prana. What is prana? Prana is, uh, sometimes it's called, um, also called uh, life energy, also known as chi. This is the life force. And when we, digest food we actually absorbing prana of that food now if the food is mass produced then it is going to have very less prana almost no prana then the food created with a lot of love compassion and lot of uh, the love almost like stirred into the food also the food come when food is Organic. When Mother Earth is treated beautifully to take the food from her, that is also going to affect our uh, affect the prana in that food, and then that's going to be in our body. It's not just how the food looks, but it also matters that how the food tastes and where it is coming from. So this is all the relationship. We are all this tells us that we are all connected and prana is not just um, a lot of time it's misunderstood that with our breath prana comes in our system but breath is one part of the prana prana also comes from or that life energy comes from food also what we are observing and absorbing from our environment nature walk can increase the prana like that is just one example how we can gain the prana. So food is one source, and obviously, breathing is another source in our system. And when we start noticing what we are putting in our body, and when we, rather than ca- counting calories, if uh, in that kind of like situation, I notice that we lose joy of eating. And for humans, for many, many, many thousand years now. Food has been a big part of coming together, you know, exchanging food, enjoying food with family, friends, is a huge part of all the cultures around us. So that means that there is all cultures, all human beings realize that food is important, yes, and then when we gather around that food, there should be joy, when we um, Ayurveda talks about when we uh, say, for example, start cooking the food, obviously it matters when, where it is coming from, but also the state of mind of the cook or the person who is cooking the food. If there is a lot of yelling and shouting and bad language around the food, that gets absorbed into the food. There is a big study done by a Japanese scientist on uh, Japanese, I forgot his name, about how the, how when we say positive words around the water, the crystal of water is beautiful. And how we say, when say a sad and bad thing around that water, the crystal is deformed. And the similar concept is Ayurveda understood and Ayurveda talks about, you know, has said, cleansing your whole being before preparing the food. So having a shower, having a good state of mind, and then also you can even chant mantra when you are preparing your food. And that's going to really, really going to help to create a positive experience for the person who eats. There is a concept of prasad. Prasad means whenever there is a festival or puja, a lot of mantras are chanted and then for that as offering there is a food prepared and it's kept there in front of the divine and you chant mantra around it and when you chant the mantra the mantras are absorbed into the food so that's the beauty of having that energy that that prasad that food tastes different it's a really really beautiful experience and also how much food If we are really mindful what we are eating, we don't really need big portions. So just little uh, food can satisfy us. So consciously tuning into what are we eating and how much we need. Really also not having that, the thought process of, you know, any negative thoughts around the food because we are digesting that as well. So what if we have positive thoughts. What if we notice what we are eating? And you will notice that all these things really, really positively impact our system if we start becoming mindful while we are eating. Now, these things are consciously... um, The conscious eating, the mindfulness, Ayurveda has been talking about it for many years. Ayurveda also talks about how the food gets digested in our system. So what there are seven dhatus, as they call it, and the the dhatus, again, it's very difficult to translate it directly into English language, but we can call it, let's call it dhatu. And these dhatus are basically how the food gets transformed into different, uh, sustain our body, in seven different ways so it first goes towards you know plasma uh, blood how that is going to happen that will be another podcast soon so that's ayurveda's understanding of how food gets digested ayurveda also talks about before beginning your food if you can calm your system down if you can Do a little meditation, maybe mantra chanting, if you want. And then mantra really helps us to center quickly. Those Sanskrit mantras are very powerful. But if you don't know Sanskrit mantras, anything that will help you to calm yourself down. And when you sit into any way possible, traditionally in India we sit on the floor cross-legged with the food on the ground and this helps you to also digest better but if you have to sit on chair that's fine in modern world that's what we all do now sitting on chair but also we can consciously then bring awareness towards what we are eating if possible eating with hands obviously clean hands but if not with the spoon also like tuning into the texture of the food color of the food notice what's going in the body ayurveda believes that the digestion of the food starts when we start looking at the food uh, even the thought of the food starts salivating our mouth so that's the process of digestion that's what body does so when we eat we should eat chew the food thirty two times because then it uh, the saliva get mixed with the food and it, it becomes easily digested so gently tuning into tuning uh, eating slowly and eating with awareness and chewing your food really tasting it and then letting it go into your system when it goes it it is now already ready to digest and then how that the digestion also, like, it takes two and a half to three hours to digest. So, Ayurveda talks about uh, having gap between your food. So, morning, we start with breakfast like a prince or princess. Lunch is like a king or queen. And then dinner is like a pumper, so light dinner. And usually, Ayurveda encourage not to eat anything after the dinner. You can have water if you want. And then that becomes really big fast. So the timing for the food, according to Ayurveda, the morning time for the breakfast is from 7 to 10 uh, a.m., 10 to 11. You can do it, but uh, earlier, like around 7 to 8 is a good time. Then for the lunch, lunch should be from any time between 11 to to, and not after that because that's considered pitta time that's when we digest better the morning breakfast time is kapha time so if we have things like yogurt it is going to increase the kapha so just be mindful of that then the the dinner time is somewhere around 5 30 to 6 um, and i understand that a lot of time we our work finishes around that time so if you're working in office and, and you find that that's a bit too early, so maybe around six thirty seven max, you know. But that's uh, what Ayurveda suggest around five thirty six, And then no food after that. So you can have water. What it does is it creates that uh, such a long fast for our systems. So it uh, helps our system to digest if the dinner is light, And we can sleep, uh, it it helps us to sleep better. It also gives uh, our digestive system a little bit relaxation because then the fasting happens from, say, example, 6 p.m. to morning, 8 a.m. If we uh, are not eating anything and drinking water, then that helps our system to digest. The food better and also rest. So rest and digest both happens. Now, when we drink water, Ayurveda suggests that a little bit water should be warm, a little bit more than room temperature. It helps our system to digest the water better. Otherwise, it's a shock. Cold water is a shock to our system. That's what Ayurveda believes. Now you can give it a go and see how it feels for your system. I know that Pitta person who has naturally heating tendency may not like the warm water. So in that case, it doesn't have to, you can can start with the room temperature and maybe slightly increasing and see, does it really help your system? Just be mindful that your unique fingerprint of divine, so whatever... uh, Give try and uh, try and error, and whatever works for you may not work for others. So that's okay. Work, but really tune in. Is it your ego saying no, or is it really? Uh, uh, it is beneficial. And if your ego is saying no, or why the resistance, and if it is beneficial, and ego saying yes, that's fantastic. Do those practices. So uh, in my personal experience, I noticed that. A lot of time, the no comes from ego. And when I sat and meditate on that, I realized where the resistance was. And it could be the sanskaras, the mental imprints, uh, something in relation to the experience we had in that area. For example, warm water somewhere in the system, maybe like it doesn't taste good or I'm not going to accept this things like that may come up and just tune into that. It's actually fun to discover your own resistances and also understand. And if you go to the source of that resistance, I find it very funny that how my mind attached that particular mental experience. And I was resisting for this, say for example, hot water or things like that. And I'm like, this is just so silly but I was hanging on to thinking that this is my personality it wasn't it was that that experience and I have built stories on that so we do the do these things you know build stories around it and actually experience itself maybe just a tiny experience but then we have created this big story around it. okay so let me come back to the uh, again come back to the relationship of Ayurveda and food. So let's take an example of the relationship and the food. So say, for example, if you go to the shop and you like some fruit and you bring it home, the question arises, let's take example of apple. Apple is sitting in the freezer for many, many months. And then they bring it out. Usually uh, apple will also have wax around it. So if you wash it with hot water, you'll notice that, you know, there is wax on it. So all these things start noticing, start tuning in. Um, The fresh fruit, same apple, if you just pick from the tree, it is going to be very juicy as opposed to it is sitting in the fridge, freezer for many months and then they bring it out. So start tuning into these experiences and connect with what really, really nourishes you. And all this understanding and all this self-study in a way, it is going to help you improve your relationship with the food. Because when we are unconsciously putting the food in our system, the nourishment will be less, when we are consciously putting food in our system, the nourishment will be amazing. So we don't really need a lot of food. We need little bit food and lot of awareness. When we feel cravings, according to Ayurveda, that means we are not satisfying all the uh, six tastes. Our tongue has six tastes on it, but modern world, we are just uh, mainly predominantly, Eating sweet and salt, and these are and, and a little bit of maybe spices, a little bit of that, but not much. In modern world, you will find easily find uh, salt and sugar everywhere, and that's why the modern world coffee gives us that bitterness. So a lot of people like to have coffee because body and our system is trying to balance additional tastes. All these six tastes are necessary to have in your diet. Now, not all six tastes at one, but throughout the day, if you can bring that in, that will reduce your craving towards the maybe sugary or fatty things. Also, Ayurveda looks at sugary and fatty things as um, we're trying to replace love and compassion in our life with the food. So when we start noticing that what are we craving and then that connection to, that taste connection to the, what's happening in our life, maybe we can uh, replace that food craving something positive. And you'll notice that that craving like a nice big hug maybe satisfy your real craving rather than the sweet sugary stuff. Um, so this is the understanding of Ayurveda, and that's why in Ayurveda, you will get almost like prescriptions, like do gardening, or walk in the nature, or go to ocean and and stand in the ocean and let the beauty of ocean settle in. All these things Ayurveda considers as almost like treatments. So uh, which sounds maybe funny from the modern science point of view but if you look at it there is a lot of wisdom in that because Ayurveda is science of relationship now if you like what I offer please support me there is I will put link into the notes thank you very much for being here today I really appreciate your time thank you thank you for tuning in I really appreciate that, that you're taking this time out of your day. Don't forget to subscribe. Take care. Bye for now.